money on your outdoor project now at Menards. We have everything you need to keep your outdoor power equipment running smooth so you can keep that lawn in tip-top shape or enjoy some time on your boat. Right now, all FVP, lawn and garden, and marine batteries are on sale through May 5th. Check out our entire selection of FVP batteries today and view our weekly flyer on Menards.com for more great deals. Bringing a whole new attitude to your afternoon. I mean, you know how it is. Rocking and rolling and whatnot. You know, two dudes talking sports. Well, when I listen to those two clowns, you can't do nothing but get your roll on. Live from News Talk 1480 WHBC. It's a household name. It's a vibe action. It's the Kenny and JT Show. Have a great show. Let's go. How you feeling? Dude, I am fired up after last night. Are you kidding me? I watched no, no, from no, the no, open no, no, tip. No, 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 no. What? What? You went to what? the dentist yesterday. How you feeling? We'll get into yeah, the Cavaliers. No, I'm feeling all right. I didn't get the crown yesterday. That's uh, for a future appointment. It sounds like I got to get a crown on the the right side. Dr. Bilski says hello. I gave Good him dude. one of the official Kenny and JT t-shirts. Nice. He, said, he said he will wear it to the next Baldwin-Wallace function he goes to. That's Beautiful. what he's going to wear. Hey, yeah. You know what? The next one we go to will be the first one we ever went to. <laughs> No, I've been there for a I few. I haven't been to any. <laughs> it's been a while for you, but I've been there for uh, a few events uh, over the, the last 10 years. I'll, I'll just uh, say it that way. But, yeah, so I'm all right. Um, and like I said, did that, did some running around. I came home. It was appointment television last night, man. Mm. 7.30, and it took forever to start the game, too. I'm like, Jesus, It's a, mm-hmm. it was supposed to be 7. <laughs> they moved it back to 7.30. Didn't start till about 7.40. And then it was like, my goodness, but the Cavaliers... I'll tell you, man, they are, <laughs> they are fun to watch. And welcome back, DG the PG, Darius Garland, the point guard for the Cleveland Cavaliers. It's a great game. There's a couple of things that stand out in that game is they weren't shooting the ball extremely well. It was an ugly game and because Boston wanted it to be ugly. They wanted right. to play tough physical basketball. Cavaliers withstood the punishment. They were down at one point in time, 12 points. They battled back like good teams do. And the good news here is, as poorly as they shot the ball, they did better in the paint. We'll get into all the numbers later. The bottom line is you beat the defending Eastern Conference champions twice in one week. I'll take it. And both in overtime. So it was, you know, um, what, <laughs> pressure going to burst those pipes. Well, uh, the Cavs handled the pressure, and the pipes didn't burst, and they won back-to-back overtime games against the Boston Celtics. Mm. How you like them apples, Boston? Hey, Tommy, Tommy, how you like them apples, huh? Back-to-back wins over your Boston Celtics. You want pressure? I'm watching this game last night like it's a playoff game. And if you think I'm lying to you, I flipped back and forth between ESPN and Bally's so I could get the home cooking. Ah, I I watched it all on Bally's yesterday because, well, uh, you had Big Brad... (laughs) And AC yeah. calling the game to get and let it roll the highlights. Uh, uh, Brian, you said you put a package together. Let's hear those guys. Levert back to Garland for a long three. That's true. Welcome back, young man. Deep in the rock. Hesitates, goes down the lane, lays it up and in. Last five shots have all been in the paint. Yes, it's simple. All five. Dandy of a move by Garland. Yeah, nice crossover dribble and nice up through his shoulders and knocking it down. Mitchell weaves his way to the basket. Donovan Mitchell once again right to the rim, getting where he wants to go. Every time he's got the green, green light. Greatest light of all. (laughs) Garland on smart. Fades away. Got it. 
Boy, I tell you. Tough shot. Tough shot. LaBert on the run. Took a bump from White. Finds Mobley. Flicks it up and puts it in as Evan Mobley has given the Cavaliers the lead. Penetrate. Donovan goes to work. Fires a three. He backs it down. Big shot. Man, what a big shot. Oh, there's that help. And Jared Allen with the rejection. I think he hurts you, Brad. Right on time. Alley oop for Mitchell. Oh, my. The Eastern, reigning Eastern Conference champion, the Cavaliers have knocked him off twice in one week. How about that, man? Great calls by John Michael, play by play voice, Brad Doherty. And, of course, Austin Carr and the green, green light and the greenest light of all for Donovan Mitchell, man. Nobody said it was going to be easy. And for all intents and purposes, this is the first game with that backcourt together, right? But think about the game Sunday where they beat the Knicks and beat them up good because they were shooting crazy. They make 23 out of 53s at 46% clip, right? They win that game going away 121 to 108. But their points in the paint Sunday were only 32 Compare that to last night, how they weren't shooting well, okay? They shoot 42%, 42, or I'm sorry, 28% from three. They make 11 of 39 threes. They're not shooting the ball extremely well. They shot from the field 42%, again, not extremely well. 42 of 100 shots they make. But the important news here is, last night as compared to Sunday, points in the paint Sunday, 32 Points in the paint last night, 56. So that tells you that they're listening to their coaching staff and they're able to adapt. It's a feel for the game. What's working? What's not working? Well, we're not hitting from distance tonight. They're trying to take that away from us. They're closing out quickly because they know we're the number one three-point shooting team in the league as of last night, percentage-wise. So what do you do? You counter that by going to the bigs. It's all about the bigs, Chad Allens and Evan Mobley's. And both of those guys came up big when it mattered most. Allen 14 and 14. Mobley had 15 points after a slow start in the first half. He came alive in the second half, and I love his patience. He doesn't panic when he gets the ball and there's traffic down there and he rushes the shot, right? He uses his foot uh, placement and his movement down in the low post to free himself to get a better shot. And it was it was fun to watch the two bigs take over when they needed him too late in that game. Now you want to talk about take it over, and I know we're only seven games in. We'll pump the brakes a little bit. Donovan yeah. Mitchell's 11 points in the final two and a half minutes of regulation and then overtime shows that you've got a closer on this team, and that's what was missing. I don't disagree. And... All we have to do is go back to the Atlanta game last Mm -hmm. year, the second play-in game. What happened? Trey Young closed. Darius Garland by himself trying to close could not. Too much uh, of the burden on his shoulders. So what did the Cavaliers do? Smart front office Mm -hmm. looks at that, and they say, well, we know what we have to do. We have to go get us a closer, Mm -hmm. either A, to be the, the first closer, the number one closer, or to at least help Darius Garland. They went out and they got Mitchell. Now they have that closer like a Trey Young or a Kevin Durant or, or whoever you want to compare And them to. thank goodness for the schedule makers. Whoever they are, they're geniuses. No Browns this week because they're on the bye week. Cavaliers yep. on the road take on the Lakers at 3 o'clock Sunday. How perfect. Do they really? How perfect. I didn't know it was a 3 o'clock start. 
Oh, we've got uh, our coaches meeting. We're going to pick the uh, Stark County All-County teams, and we're going to pick Coach of the Year and uh, Player of the Year. We'll get that uh, started about noon. Uh, be done about 2 o'clock on my way home, catch the pregame with Tim Tootsie Alcorn, walk in the door, and put it on the TV. Now, what you should do, you should call yeah. those Browns backers and say, let's convene for the Cavaliers game. <laughs> yeah, Serious. You want to celebrate something? Yeah. No, that, that's a great point. Great point. We could do that. Absolutely. Go over to Jersey's, watch it over there. How about this? You mentioned Donovan Mitchell closing. I saw this stat. I took a photo of my TV last night because of this stat, JT. You ready for this one? Mm-hmm. Um Points scored or assisted on in fourth quarter or overtime for the Cavaliers last night. Donovan Mitchell, 11 points. Darius Garland, 6 points. Donovan Mitchell, 4 points from assist. Darius Garland, 5 points from assist. So you add it up, that's 11, that's a fifth. That's 26 of the last 31 points were either scored by mm. or assisted by Donovan Mitchell and Darius yeah. Garland. You know, Love we, to see we, that. we talk about complimentary football a lot on this show. Let's talk yeah. a little bit about complimentary basketball. And the starting five all scored in double digits. How about that? Seriously. Karis LeVert had a huge rebound last. Did you see, by the way, did you see Mitchell climb the ladder for that one-arm Second rebound time. again? Second That's, time. I was like, is this going to be a regular occurrence? Man, he's just going to out-jump everybody mm. for the basket? And he showed it yesterday. Uh, right. Karis LeVert was struggling early, got it going a little bit offensively. But, right. hey, guy's averaging six assists a game. Yep. He's averaging double digits a game. So his role, he's starting to fill into his role now. With DG back, I think he'll be even better with Darius Garland back. Yeah, I think he's averaging a little over 31 points a game. And I was reading an article today in the differences in the way they use him here versus how he was used in Utah. Obviously, different offenses, a little bit more freedom here. And that's what we've learned from J.B. Bickerstaff. And this goes back to last season. You know, when they brought in the backcourt and you had all these bigs and you didn't know what to expect, you brought in Ricky Rubio and told him, we don't want you to play like anywhere else you've ever played except that Olympic team. And don't be afraid to shoot the ball. They're doing the same thing with Dean Wade. He was a little bit cold last night. I think he only had like six points or something. But once these guys start to get a little bit more familiarized with their lineup, and you've got Darius Garland. The problem is, I never really realized this. When a guy gets hot, and DG started off hot, the rest of the team has a tendency to stand around and watch. They don't move as well. So they played a really good first quarter. He gets hot. They're all standing around looking. You know what it reminds you of a little bit? Yeah. The stanky leg. Yep. Back when LeBron was here. Yeah, uh, the the lack of movement you know, on the offensive end, right? Yep. And and how about they they ran one play. Somebody cut back door after a high post entry back door cut. It was Jared uh, Allen from from Donovan Mitchell. Okay. And it was such a dude. I got I got faked out watching the game on TV. Didn't know where the ball went. Yeah. That's how good. That's it was. how quick it yeah. was. Yes, absolutely. And here's my thing on that. End of regulation. Okay, you're up two. You don't want to give up the three. They give up a dunk, and it you know they tie the game with six seconds left. Then we get the ball back, and, and the one thing that really just just burns me more than anything else, yep. it's a tie game. All you need really is one point. So if you get fouled, make one of two free right. throws or just a basket. And 
it's not just the Cavaliers. It's not just Donovan Mitchell. It's not just Darius Garland. A lot of guys in the NBA, they don't want to put it on the deck and go to the basket. Mm-hmm. They want to step back and shoot the glorified three-pointer and walk off with their hands yeah. in the air as a buzzer beater. And that was a horrible shot by Donovan Mitchell yesterday uh, when they had the ball after a timeout. We call them ATOs, after timeout plays, right? ATOs. It was a terrible ATO. I don't know if that's what was drawn up or not, but... Um, why not run that play that we just yeah. talked about coming out of the timeout, man? Oh, no. They're all thinking you're going to shoot the three, cut somebody back door, lay the pass down there, go up and lay it in. Why not? Because it's the first two weeks of the season. That's probably why. All not. right. Okay. I mean, again, I hope they, they consider it. I was nervous watching this game. I don't know about you, but I'm watching this game thinking, oh, my gosh, you got to win this game. And it's game seven. I'm like, I know. just relax. How about that? How much fun is it that in game seven we're glued to the TV, feeling like a playoff game, rooting against the Boston Celtics, right? Want to beat them twice in the same week in overtime, two times in a row and everything. Dude, like I said, I yeah. did not move from my couch. I did no. not turn the, the, the baseball. How about this? Uh, I the know where World you're getting Se- at. <laughs> the World Series has a no-hitter. I had no idea. Uh, no clue that the World Series game well, uh, was a no-hitter because I did not change the channel once. I'm going to kind of top you here on that story because as you were off yesterday, I mentioned the fact that Cavaliers taking on the Boston Celtics, and should they show up, we don't have to change the channel and go watch the World Series. I had no idea they had thrown a no-hitter, and it was you know their entire staff, whoever else was on the mound, I don't even know. But I looked at it and said, okay, Philly, Philly, no, Houston wins, right? I see. Yep, I still don't nothing. even know. Houston yeah. wins five nothing. Puts a no, a no hitter together against the Phillies. I had no idea. Didn't even care about it till this morning. And I wanted to watch that game. And, and here's what I did, right? Because I do the sports report for Canton's Morning News with Pam, right? So I'm writing my story with the Cavaliers. You know, after they it finally goes final in overtime, I go, all right, I got to put the World Series score. Let me turn over and see what the score is. I turned it on with two outs left in the ninth inning. Oh, did you? And I'm like, yeah. oh, gosh, they got a combined no-hitter going. Mm-hmm. It's 5 nothing, and they're trying to throw the, only the second no-hitter in World yeah. Series history. So I watched two outs. What is this, game four? It's the first yeah. action of the World Series mm-hmm. that I have watched. It took me to game four mm-hmm. of the World Series with two outs in the ninth, and I got to see right. the last two outs of the no-hitter. So we get game five tonight, 8 o'clock on Fox. We'll see okay. what happens. Uh, you know, I I don't think I like the way it goes. What does it go? Two, three, two, and then two, yeah. or is it okay? Yeah. Two, three, two. Two, three, two. Yeah. So they we're, we're like two, three, one. So I'm getting ready okay. to come to work today, and I'm thinking to myself, <laughs> we got it made. We've got it really good in Northeast Ohio, all of Ohio, actually. If you consider even the Bengals and the Buckeyes, we've got it really good. Think about this: Guardians had a great season. Cavaliers starting off hot. Uh, the Browns, decent, I guess, at, you know, at least feeling better after a Monday night football win. And you've got the Bengals fresh off their Super Bowl appearance. you got the Buckeyes, number two in the nation, and I'm feeling pretty good about things. Yeah, and don't forget, last year, Cincinnati made the playoff in college football as well, the Bearcats. Mm-hmm. You know, so, I mean, you're right. All across the state, uh, you're loving sports uh, mm-hmm. in uh, the Buckeye State. And I'll say this, man. Um when I watched last night, the crowd was exceptional last night. I yeah. mean, they were on their feet. They were uh, with the defense chant uh, and, and on, you know, in the overtime, they were constantly on their feet and cheering. I mean, it, it was. I, 
I wish I were there. I, I do. Yeah. After watching it on TV, I'm, I'm, man, that would have been a fun game to be at in person. We, we got some tickets. We got to go to a game this year, man, not yeah. only as, uh, to do a show from there, be, you know, pregame and all that stuff, but we need to go as fans where we're not analyzing it. We're just watching it for the enjoyment oh, yeah. of this Cavaliers yeah. basketball We're never going to second-guess a call by J.B. Bickerstaff, not you and me. Here's the thing. Last night, I really had this, this mentality. And maybe just because basketball, I, I, I know it better than any other sport. There are going to be runs in the NBA by each sure. team. It, it's just going to happen. You just have to hope that when your team's on the bad end of it, it's not a 22-0 to zero run. It was a 13-0 right. run at one point, and then the Cavaliers responded and came back. So that's a, I, I told myself, okay, this is one of their runs. Let's see if the Cavaliers can, can stop the, the bleeding soon here, and they did. And then they went on one of their runs. Yeah. And the Celtics couldn't do anything right. So the, the way I was looking at it, okay, they're both going to go on runs. And then when it got late in the game, here's what I said to myself. <clears throat> Win or lose twice now, this young Cavaliers team that mm-hmm. isn't close to being what they're going to be at the end of the season has beaten Boston once and taken them down to the wire mm-hmm. twice in one week. And that made me feel good whether they would have won or lost the game last night. Mm-hmm. Now, having said that, I bitched at the TV when Donovan Mitchell took that three-point shot Here's a at problem. the end of regulation. Here's a problem. At Game 7, Donovan Mitchell logging 43 minutes. Darius Garland was on a basic pitch count, but he still wanted to play. They're right. not deep enough. They need more help at point guard. I'm not sold on Neto. He was injured. You didn't have right. enough point guards in that game yesterday. And we're going to keep our fingers crossed and hope that Rubio comes back by Christmas. If that's the case, your second unit is going to be led by Rubio and Lavert. But they started Lavert last night. So, I mean, until they figure out this rotation, they had a new starting five, obviously, because Garland started the game last night. This is going to be tough for J.B. Bickerstaff, and it's going to be a learning curve for the team what is? as they start to know each other a little bit better and, and are able to play with each other. And again, I'm going to use that term, complementary basketball, to see who your twos are going to be. You need more help at point guard. Well, Rubio, from what Chris Fedor told us, don't expect him back till end of January, early see, February. See, that's my point. You need more help in that backcourt because yeah. you don't want at Game 7 – uh, Donovan Mitchell logging 43 minutes. Yeah. And, I mean, all those guys had to put in too many. What did Garland end up with? Garland ends up with 42? He yeah, wasn't supposed to play back. like that. Now, obviously, you take into consideration they both played the five-minute overtime. Right, right. And so 37 minutes they were playing in regulation, right, and they had to go the extra five. And the good thing for Garland was, even though he was out with the eye injury, he could do some of the cardio, mm-hmm. right? So he, he – kept himself in pretty good shape. He didn't look too winded yesterday, so so that was good. Mm-hmm. But your your point about the point guard spot is somewhat concerning because even when Neto's healthy, I'm not sold on no. him. And he's got a bum ankle right now, and they've got a five-game road trip mm-hmm. that starts tomorrow in Detroit and then goes out west. Yeah, I think all five teams are sub-500 first time ever, but the Cavaliers are playing good ball. The thing with the Cavaliers that kind of remind me of the Browns is the fact of, if we don't run the ball well on first down, we get away from the run. Well, if you think about J.B. Bickerstaff and the way he uses his bench, if Jetty Osmond's not healthy or on fire, I guess I should say. And if Kevin Love isn't hitting his threes. Now, he was able to put Kevin Love in in the second half. Jetty Osmond disappeared. Dean Wade disappeared down the stretch. 
I don't think he used his bench enough towards the end of that game. I have to go back and look at the tape. But then See, again, when two and three guys are doing most of the scoring and you're scoring in the paint, those yeah. guys aren't hitting threes, you're not going to hear their names called anyway, right? I didn't. I was yelling to get Love and Jetty out of there. Did Jetty, like, missed so if poor. He's not I mean, it hot. was Yes, he shot oh, an air ball. It, it was awful, yes. I mean, I was like, get him out. Get Kevin Love out. Why is he, Kevin Love's still in there? He's still shooting, and he's not making them. Get him out. As hot as he was the other night, he was ice cold last night. So yeah. get him out. But, you know, then you go back to your starters, and to your point, you're playing them more minutes, minutes because, well, you know, the, the other guys weren't scoring like they normally, you know, had been scoring. So I, I think you'll see that adjust based on the team that they are going up against. I think he wanted to win last night's yeah. game at the expense of exactly. maybe losing at Detroit on mm-hmm. Friday if they're tired. They wanted be to beat the question. Celtics. That was going to be my question. Is it a statement victory this early in the season? Maybe the answer is yes. Yeah, I, I think so. Hey, it wasn't a fluke that we beat you at your building when yeah. you were up 15. Okay. You came here, and you were up 12 again, and we still beat you. And now we've got Darius Garland back, right? So, you know, from that standpoint, I understood – his rotation yesterday and the starting five is this it's dg and spida in the backcourt it's karis lavert and evan mobley at the three four and it's jared allen at the five now the roles coming off the bench are the ones where you're okay kevin love does mm-hmm. he come in at the four or the five or the three well we'll see chetty osmond is the two three possibly well don't forget about your guy dino wade he's a two three uh, as well Isaac Okoro's the odd man out because yeah. he can't make anything. You and I shoot better than he does right now, and that's fine. Put him in for defensive purposes uh, when you need it late in the game and then take him out, uh, mm-hmm. mix and match uh, according to the opponent and what the scoreboard says. Yeah. Last year when you went to your twos, there wasn't that big of a drop-off. I would consider flip-flopping uh, Dean Wade and Karis LeVert just because Karis LeVert can play a little bit of guard. He can handle the rock a little bit. He's been okay. known as a scorer. And you need that from your twos, don't you? Yeah, you do. Um, I think he'll be happy in whatever role he's asked, but I think he prefers to start. I think the mindset for him, I think he's one of those guys that is, um, what's the best way to, every player has a routine, right? Every player, uh, you know, likes to do the same things, game in and game out. I don't think he likes being one or the other. He's got to be. Uh, or, or excuse me, let me rephrase that. I don't think he likes being rotated. I think he mm-hmm. wants to know I'm either one or the other. Am I your starter or am I coming off the bench? I think they want to use him as a starter, and I think what he'll do accordingly then is rotate, split up mm-hmm. Darius Garland and Donovan Mitchell running the point. One will always be on the floor at almost all times. So if it's Garland out there, he'll run the point. If Garland's off catching a breather, mm-hmm. then Mitchell will run the point yeah. and Worst-case scenario, until they get uh, Rubio back, it'll be, as you pointed out, Karis LeVert maybe playing a little point forward out there for yeah, the Cavaliers. I think so. It sounds about right. It was fun, man. Yeah, last night was. was a fun game. A lot of fun. I was just, like I said, I had, uh, what was I eating last night? I, I Wait a minute. My, uh, so if what? you watch the whole game start to finish, then you didn't watch Survivor. I watched it after the game. I oh, stayed up. Okay. I did. I taped it, and I stayed up to watch to see if both of my people were voted off. And I'm still oh, you're alive. Out? No, James survived. I thought James was going to get voted off in, in the tribal oh. council last night, and it looked like his name popped up twice. Okay. And I'm like, oh shoot, I'm done. Mm-hmm. And then uh, they voted somebody else off. Who they? I, I, one of the other guys. Uh, they voted Tyler him off, or something. So. I can't remember. Yeah, 
Yeah, goodbye. See you. So I'm long. So I'm still in. You've got two left. I've mm-hmm. got one. Uh, Survivor 43 moves on with Jeff Probst, who was on Saturday Night Live uh, this past weekend uh, in a, a cameo for Survivor and everything. So, yeah. So here's what I watched. Cavaliers start to finish. The last two outs of the World Series no-hitter. And then I put Survivor on. And, uh, you know, stayed up and watched that and then fell asleep. So that, that was my – and that's a good day yesterday, man. It was a fun day. Mm-hmm. You know what's crazy? The Guardians were so much fun, but they played every mm-hmm. night. So you were you you're either more. listening or watching them every night, mm-hmm. and you were looking forward to it. Now you got, okay, day yeah. off, they play Friday. Okay, then day off, then they play Sunday. That's the NBA. Great week. But it's good that we're craving the Cavaliers. Well, think about this. A couple of weeks ago, when the Cavaliers lost the opener at Toronto, that was a week where I believe the Guardians – Lost in a playoff game, and they, it may have been their, their the knockout blow from the Yankees. But that week, all three teams lost. And we yeah. came into work going, oh, man, this is really going to suck. But at least you knew the Cavaliers were going to get better. Had no idea they're going to rattle off five, six wins in a row. How about this? And that loss was by three points, and it was a game they shouldn't have lost, right? And they lost Darius Garland in the second quarter mm-hmm. of that game at Toronto. So, I mean, they could very easily be 7-0. and Instead, they're 6-1, and six wins in a row at Detroit on Friday. And then here's their West Coast trip. You mentioned Sunday, 3 mm-hmm. o'clock, LeBron and the Lakers. They won another game last night, by the yeah. way. Some guy I never heard of hit a three-pointer to send it to overtime. Russell, Russell Westbrook's coming off the bench for them now. Um, then it's the Clippers, Sacramento, and then they close out against Golden State. That's a hell of a West Coast trip, man. You know what? Five games counting Detroit. Go three and two on that. That's a huge success right there. Go three and two on that trip, man. Uh, with all the miles and, and uh, the tired legs and everything, and still trying to get DG uh, incorporated back in with everybody. I'll take a three and two trip from the Cavaliers. Love the game last night. We'll talk about it with you. 330-450-1480. And we got a lot of college and NFL to get to today with our sports handicapper and fantasy football. It's Kenny and JT on WHBC. <laughs> 